All right. Psalms 91 and 1. Psalms 91 and 1. That's a recording. Amen. I'm in this little studio by myself, so I got to make sure that everything works on tonight. Listen, I thank God for you. Psalms 91 and 1. We're going to be dealing uh, with the secret place, secret place, part five, the secret place, part five. And of course, the engaged mind is the topic for tonight. The engaged mind. I want you to write that down. I want you to get it. And we're going to we're going to do a play on the word engaged and we're going to give understanding to the mind. Psalms 91 and 1 says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler, the thing that's in the air, and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers. Uh, like a mother hen and uh, like an eagle and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Last verse. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor by the arrow that flyeth by day. I want to stop right there, people of God. Uh, and of course, verse number six talks about the pestilence that we're dealing with right now, this COVID-19, this coronavirus, or whatever virus it might be, uh, whether it's pneumonia, whether it's the flu, or whether it's some other type of sickness. God says, we don't have to fear that, people of God. We don't have to fear that. Well, let's go into the text as it relates to Ephesians chapter number four, chapter number four, verse number 23. Ephesians chapter number four, verse number 23. Let's go there real quick and let's pick this scripture up as it relates to the secret place. Now, the secret place deals with the tabernacle. It deals with the hiding place. It deals with the place of refuge. It deals with where we go for prayer. Prayer, here it is, is uh, our dialoguing with God, our ability to communicate with God. Now, in, in Malachi chapter number three, verses number one through seven, God says us, we've gone astray. We've gone away from the ordinances that God has set. And so therefore, we're separated from God. Now, here's what he says in the next few verses. He says, if, 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 I is a, amen, if is a crooked letter and I can't straighten it out. If we would return to him, I can only correct me. You have to correct you. If we would return to him, he then would return to us. Now, this bespeaks people of God of the, of the situations that we're in now. We've separated ourselves from God from the secret place. So therefore now we're dealing with the wiles of this world. We're dealing with the wiles of this world and how we're dealing with it, we're dealing with it on our own. People of God, I wanna to suggest to you that you cannot, you will not be able to withstand the fiery darts of the evil one if you do it on your own. You only have so much strength. You only have so much power. You only have so much thinking ability within yourself, within your flesh, within your carnality, within your own abilities or strength. It runs out. Now, God says, they that worship me, I am a spirit. They that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. So I'm going to suggest to you today, people of God, you got to be true to yourself. You got to be true to the fact that you can only lift so much. You can only handle so much. You can only fight off so much. But with God, you cannot fail. I'm, 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 I'm believing I'm in Philippians chapter number four right there, just as reference. You know, you know, you can do all things through Christ Jesus 
that strengthens you. Now, Old Testament says it's not by your might, not by your power, but by his strength. So as I pause there as 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 an initial summary, uh, giving you uh, an initial uh, introduction, I want to share with you that if you will, people of God, after hearing this specific message, I want you to have the ability within your mind to fight off everything that the enemy shoots at you and it not weigh you down. Now, the anointing, the Bible says, Isaiah 10 and 27, it destroys yokes or annihilate yokes and lifts the burden. So that suggests, people of God, that there's no possible way without the anointing that I can make it. Now, let's go back. Christ, Christos in the Greek, the anointed one, Jesus, the Christ, the anointed one. His anointing is what will lift the burdens for us. His anointing is what will destroy the yokes for us. Without that, without him, without Holy Spirit, all right, without the power of God, there's no possible way. Now, when we get in place, we sit down. I'm in Acts chapter number one, verse number eight, and chapter number two. Watch this. When we get in the same place, watch this, and we sit down and establish ourselves in the word of God, Holy Spirit will come in like a rushing mighty wind. Y'all got it? All right. He will come in like a rushing mighty wind. He will wake up on the inside of us. All right. And when they see us, he will have come up, up on us. us. Not, Not sit on us, amen, like heaven is, but because he's inside of us, greater is he that's in me than him that's in the world. Get the understanding? So when when I allow him, because of me being establishing him, to sit down, I now have the power that worketh in me. All right. So with that understanding, people of God, it's my desire that you get this power to, to conquer and be more than conquerors in anything that comes at you. That's my desire, that you'll be able to work the spirit of your mind for your purpose, for your good, for the will of God for your purpose, for your good, for the will, with the will of God, by the will of God. So as we read Ephesians chapter number four, verse number 23, let's run there. Ephesians chapter number four, verse number 23, it says it like this, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Now, why am I dealing with the mind as it relates to the secret place? Because the holies of holies, get this understanding. I know there's not a lot of people teaching it because they want to make it be a church or a building or a pulpit. Come on now. Or a platform. Hallelujah. The devil is alive. God is not dealing with as it relates to that. Now, those places can become holy places if they are dedicated in the proper way. A place where God will meet you there. But God desires for us to be the tabernacle. We are the church. And so then like the tabernacle, under the mighty hand of God, under the shadow of the Most High, we then take the resemblance of God himself. Y'all need to understand what I'm saying. So then the tabernacle that God commanded Moses to erect, to build, was a shadow of who God was. Got it? And it then is a shadow of who we must become. I talked last Sunday about the first fruit and becoming the first fruit. So everything in the Bible, listen to me very carefully because I'm gonna give you this because I've gotta run, I'm gonna be short on tonight. Everything in the Bible has a strand of the blood that connects one thing to the next. So you cannot have one portion of the Bible. You cannot take one word of the Bible and then 
uh, 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 say that that's the entire Bible. You can't take one phrase or one thought and say that that's the entire Bible, except that it is a connector to make the whole of the word. You got it? You got it? So you can't, you can't take Ephesians without having Genesis. You can't have Genesis without having Revelation. You can't have Revelation unless you have everything in between Genesis to Revelation. And so everything that we grab in word, that should be a strand of Christ's blood that connects to this. And so with this being the, the fact, the mind, the, 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 the place where God's give illumination of who he is, where he gives revelation about what he is doing is in our mind. Now, we point to our head because that, that's where we believe. That it, but I believe that it's the soul of man. I believe that it's a connector to the spirit of man. And this is where his spirit dwells as it relates to the soul of man. It just happens to be the head like the holies of holies in the tabernacle is the head after entering in through the gate, through the body. Huh. This is why our feet are grounded to the earth. And if man is to become a walking and living soul, he is erect to the ground from which he came, which points back to the head, which points to God. I, I, I hope you're getting this beautiful God. So if you lay it down, the tabernacle itself gives it a resemblance of a man's body. Hallelujah. The feet, the entrance way. This is why, uh, well, I'm not going to go there tonight. That would take me down a whole nother rabbit hole. All right. And the bowel of man are, 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 are the shield of man, the, the cage, the, the, the rib cage is like a shield of faith. It protects the vital parts, the vital organs, the heart and the kidneys and the bowel uh, where stuff must exit or where stuff is digested. The word is digested. And the heart is like the, the, the table of showbread. A shoe bread, where the word of God is written on the tables of the heart, where the 12 tribes of Israel, because you have 12 barley loaves. Come on, somebody that, that's hot always. And each church always, each 12 has a place for those that will eat or break the bread. And then the holies of holies, the holies of holies. There's an interest point to it. Come on now. You got me where 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 you have the mind of God and inside the mind. And here I am tonight. Inside the mind of God, inside the mind of the church, inside the mind of the people are things that will remind me not to be fearful or weary. Galatians chapter number six, you know, be not weary in your well-doing for in due season, come on, you shall reap if you don't quit or faint or die. Now, you can be living and die, Ephesians chapter number uh, two, verse uh, verse number one. You, you, you can be a walking zombie alive and yet not see or yet not have life and have life more abundantly. The, the Zoe, the God's kind of life. You got it? So let's run real quick to the understanding of the tabernacle and the mindset of the holies of holies in the secret place of the Most High. Got it? So in the secret place of the Most High, we have the mind that's not disturbed or distorted because of the, of the fears of the outside. 
the outside has no part. And if it does go in wrongfully, it dies. Come on, somebody. But inside uh, the, the, the Ark of the Covenant, which is in the holies of holies, the most holy place, the most holy place, the mind, the most holy place. I hope you get it. The mind, the most holy place. And the ears are attached to the most the most holy place. The eyes that you're able to see with are connected to the most holy place. The mouth for which you speak like you will speak like God speaks and have authority like God speaks and have authority in the earth realm. Please get this. Watch this. Uh, When you speak, you speak with the authority of God because it speaks through you. And when you speak, you speak with a resounding understanding of what's on the inside of you. Now, let's look at what's on the inside of the Ark of the Covenant or the Holies of Holies. Amen. That God is trying to remind us all throughout the Bible. Remember, it connects. It's like it's like beads uh, or bracelet uh, that, that are connected. Each bead, each bead on the bracelet, make the bracelet. Each chain or link on the chain, make the chain. Got it? And so so, so just like our genetic makeup. Hmm, hallelujah. Amen. It, 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 each link makes up who we are. Thus is like the holies of holies, the tabernacle uh, experience, uh, the church of God in Christ. Uh, we in Christ in the church. It doesn't matter. I'm not talking about denomination. I'm talking about us in Christ in the church. Got it? So when you understand this people of God and you understand the power of the holies of holies. And this is a subtopic as it relates to engaging the mind for spiritual warfare because we're dealing with outside interferences that God never wants to get inside. And if they attempt to come inside, they are annihilated directly. And so when we get the power of our mind, the holies of holies, and we get it in line with what God has put in the Ark of the Covenant to remind us throughout ages, hallelujah, God is a provider. There are miracles working on our behalf. This is the golden bowl of manna. It's to remind the people of God and the children of God that throughout the ages, God has been a creator and a provider, and he's the same God. Hallelujah. Like he was yesterday, he will be today, and he will be forevermore. God does not change. And so this is why he told God, uh, told Moses to prepare him an ark. And I, I wish I had time to go through this whole preparing of the ark experience. Amen. Gold laid upon wood. Wood is like the flesh. Hallelujah. Maybe I'll just take some time and then overlay it, pitch it inside and out. Come on, somebody with tar or a substance where it could nothing leak out. God ain't going to just let stuff seep to you. You've got to earn the right. Come on to be preserved in him. Hallelujah. You got to go in him. And so 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 the golden bowl of manna, which he used for the children of Israel inside to deal with their mind. When they got in a place where, watch this, they did not have, it was to remind them of who he was to them in the wilderness. Now, like a bird's eye view, when we look back at the children of Israel, when we look back at the tabernacle, when we look back at the holies of holies, when we look back at the Ark of the Covenant in the holies of holies, in our mind, we can see God always working miracles. And so then with that power, if God did it yesterday, if he did it for grandmama, if he did it for granddaddy, if he did it for your mother and father, if he did it for anybody else, he will and can and shall do it for you. Somebody grab that. I felt you in the in the spirit realm. You got that. Hallelujah. Somebody say, this is rich. This is rich. Now, secondly, what's in there 
is the budding rod of Aaron. Aaron's budding rod. Now the rod that was budding, it was dead, almost to the point of petrification. It, 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 it had no more life physically in it. <laughs> I'm about to tell you something, you better grab this. As it relates to the secret place, as it relates, amen, to engaging the mind with spiritual warfare, as it relates to taking control in your mind to overcome the weariness and the heaviness that we deal with on a day to day basis. You got to understand if God can take a budding rod of a rod and cause it to bud, which means give green leaves and have the ability to reproduce, even though it had been cut from the tree for a long time god says i have the ability to take you if your life has been away from me for 30 years has been away from me for 20 years has been away from me i don't know how long it might have been 10 12 years or you were with christ and then you walk away god says i have the ability to cause you to bud again to cause you to prosper again to cause you to bring a harvest again to be green again so people won't laugh at you and say that that thing that despised thing that rejected thing it must have been your mother that sinned it must have been your daddy to sin maybe it was you to sin no god would come up and say it was neither mother neither father neither anything that he did but that i get the glory i'm saying to somebody that's listening to me tonight the reason god will allow you to amen get in a place is that you find your way back to the secret place and you re-engage your mind in spiritual warfare to the place that you understand number one that god can do miracles wonder working power things that cannot be done by the hands of man and i say it like this through faith amen and faith pc's in the greek the ability amen to believe in the things that's totally impossible to believe when believing is totally impossible and unfavorable you may be living in an unfavorable situation your money funny your change is strained everybody lying on you maybe they're telling the truth your name is hung out on yonder sign boy i come to tell somebody they that wait upon the lord is isaiah 40 30 with 31 they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up up season and i come to tell somebody if you can believe tonight that god is in the secret place waiting on you to get your mind in the right place and take power over your mind here is what god says and suddenly can i speak a suddenly word come on can i just pause right there and say suddenly i feel a suddenly about to hit somebody's life i feel a suddenly about to overtake the situation i feel a suddenly about to flip the situation i dare you to put your hands right now in your bedroom right now in your living room sitting on your couch i dare you right now to take your hands and put one hand over the other like i tell my congregation sometimes and flip it somebody say god is turning it around god is flipping it god is fixing it god suddenly and all of a sudden god will bud your dead situation nextly what's in the in the ark of the covenant it's the ten commandments now remember i told you a few sundays ago that there were over 613 commandments that we couldn't keep that Christ kept on our behalf. He asked us to keep the 10. And if we can't keep the 10, his blood, hallelujah, is there to help us in our infirmities. Romans 8, 26, Holy Spirit helps our infirmities. Holy Spirit helps our infirmities. Come on, somebody. Holy Spirit helps our infirmities. Romans 8 and 27, it says, and he um, 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 that uh, 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 searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit. So God is not looking for your mind when he searched your heart. He's looking for the mind 
of himself. Remember the table of showbread? The words written on the tables of your heart? He's looking for his mind. So in order to get his mind in my heart, I've got to read the word. I've got to study the word. I've got to let this word become my mind and my mind become this word so much so that when I get in a fix, I can quote word. Come on, somebody. I can speak the word. I can pray the word. God doesn't care about what you cry and how how bad you kick and how bad you moan and how bad you beg. He wants you to remind him of what his words say. He can do more. Come on. than you can ever ask or think or imagine over and abundantly more. I know, I know, I'm just paraphrasing. I want you to get the understanding. God is ready to do the miraculous, the golden bowl of manna. God is ready to budge your debt situation. I know you've been out of the, of, 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 if you will, the game for a long time, but the secret place is where you find your strength. Like Clark Kent goes into the phone booth. He comes out Superman. Somebody better get what I'm trying to say. If you want God super to touch your natural and to make you supernatural so you can command the atmosphere and the cosmos and the cause the, 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 the disturbances in the atmosphere and cause a calamity to to, to, to to create a big bang come on so that whatever you say comes to pass you got to go into your secret place Come on, come on, come on. Somebody say go into, go into, go in, go in, go in, go in, go in. Now, how are we going to do this? Uh, chapter number six, verse number 13 uh, in Ephesians says you got to take on the whole upon you, the whole armor of God. We talked about that last week. Go back and get that message. The whole armor of God. What, what are they? Go back and get that message. The whole armor of God. Come on, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, your, your loins girt about with truth, the shield of faith, and the sword of the spirit. You got to have this, people of God, if you want to make it. Helmet of salvation. How am I going to be saved? You're going to be saved by what's in your mind. There's a battle going on in your mind. This is why we got people committing suicide. This is why we, because there's a battle going on in their mind and they cannot handle it. Listen, in yourself, you will not be able to. But when you allow yourself to be absorbed in the word of God, the word of God will drive out the enemy. It will drive out the enemy. It will drive out the enemy. Because God will not dwell in any unclean temple. Now. If we if we go back to the Old Testament, you know, they, they, they came in with these polytheistic worshiping styles and all of these statues that they bow down themselves to Diana and 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 and, and, and uh, Dan, all these other uh, 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 great statues. And they brought them down. And actually, in one case, they they put uh, Dagon right there in in the place where the Ark of the Covenant was. <laughs> I hear God saying something revelatory. You better grab what I'm saying. God will not sit side by side and allow any other worshiping of any other type of God, any other type of experience. Come on now to go side by side with him. He will either move out of the way or he will move what's inside. 
Now, if you invite God in and it's his territory and you become his territory, your flesh becomes his territory, your head, your brain, your thoughts, your imagination becomes his territory. Anything that was in got to go. I'm talking to somebody. You could have been dealing with witchcraft. Come on, somebody. And you submit your will to the father. The witchcraft got to go. Come on, somebody. Suit saying got to go. I'm, I, I don't know. I mean, car dealing got to go. Candle burning got to go. God wants you to be pure in the mind and be true to yourself, lest you keep having mental, you know, uh, break-ins of the enemy. There's no authority to that. So, so, so let's go to Ephesians chapter number six, verse number 12. Well, let me back up to Ephesians chapter number four, verse number 23. Let me give some understanding of this. So it says in verse number 22, 20, but you have not so learned Christ. So obviously, my thing that I've got to do is to learn Christ. I learned him. The reason you can't do his ways and his ways are not working for him is because we haven't learned him. Take up my cross and follow me. Study, 2 Timothy. Study, 1 Timothy. Study to show thyself approved, a workman that needeth not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. You can't just use it for when you want to use it and how you want to use it and make it work. God, that's witchcraft. That's that's magician stuff. That's, you know, you, you know, you, no, you can't do it like that. You, you, you can't not do it like that. You can't just manipulate God, you know, and make him do what you want to do. No, 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 no. You got to work his word. You got to walk in his word. You got to let his word become you. Got it? And then you become the word. A walking testimony, a living testimony. Okay, watch what he says in verse number 20. But you have not so learned. If so, be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, as the truth is in Jesus. Get it now, Holy Spirit, the word of God, God's spoken word, truth. John 10 and 10, John uh, um, um, 1 and 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. The word was God, was God, was God is what I'm translating. Verse number 22, that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man. So how am I going to stop having these old battles in my mind? I've got to get rid of the old man, the thought process of the old man. It's in the holies of holies where I got to get this right. It's in my head where I got to get this right. Stinking thinking got to go. Because if I got stinking thinking, if I got misunderstandings as it relates to who God is, and I let stuff get in my mind and confuse me. I start worshiping Dagon and I start worshiping in the temple of Diana and I start worshiping the fertility God. I start worshiping the moon God. I start worshiping the sun God or I start worshiping the, the star God. Listen, God is the God of all of that. If you worship him, you don't have to worship the moon God today, the sun God the, tomorrow, the star God and be a stargazer the next day. Listen, you don't have to read your, uh, you know, your astronomy to figure out your day. God will give you relevatory understanding of your day because you've been in the secret place. And God will meet you in the secret place and he will talk to you in the secret place and he will clear your mind of clutter in the secret place. But when I bring in the secret place, the old man. This was the problem of the children of Israel. They, they complained because they couldn't stay circumspect with God. They couldn't stay aligned with God because, you know, serving God brings on trials and tribulations. Sometimes it will bring on hardship. 
And sometimes you will have to deal with enemies like the Gergeshites, the Amorites, the Parasites, the Hittites. Come on now, the Canaanites. You have to deal with these kind of people. And most people want to go the easy way. You don't want to deal with any battles. You don't want to deal with the enemy face to face. And, and, and because of that, watch this, we begin to blend in. Well, I, I want her to be my friend. I, I want them to be my friend. Come on now. There's no friend like the Holy One, Jesus. He was, he's a friend that'll stick closer to the brother. People will sell their whole lives out and let people set them up and they'll do things because of alliances with man. Man is, look, listen, listen, he's fallible. He gonna mess up. He will leave you by yourself. Come on, this brother keeper thing, isn't it? you can keep your brother and be your brother's keeper, but it doesn't mean that your brother gonna be your keeper like you and your keeper to your brother. tight place. But God, the book of Psalms, he will never leave you, neither will he forsake you. Never. Am I helping anybody? If I'm helping you now, touch, just wave your hand. Come on now. God, God will never leave you. Never will he leave you. Never will he leave you. All right. I think I was in a, uh, verse number 22. That you put off concerning the former conversation. Who? The former dialogue. Who you pray to. That's where the word conversation. Who, you, who you've been in conversation with that's got your mind messed up about your own life? You can't live your life. There's a war in my mind. It's not, it's not the enemy out there. It's who you let in your ear gate. I, I, I told you I was going to come up on your, amen, your doorstep. Amen. It's who you letting in your ear. Nowadays, it's who you letting in your inbox. It's who you're texting. It's, who, it's, it's who's in your email. Come on. It's who dials you on the telephone. People used to have to visit you and sit in your house, but now they're in your house on your, t on your TV. What you watching? What are you listening to? That's now got you so discombobulated as it relates to the spirituality of God as your creator, as your sustainer, as your comforter, as your keeper. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. The reason you're fearing evil is because you've let the evil one get in you and put fear in you. I wrote a scripture down earlier today. Uh, maybe I'll get to it in just a moment. God has given us, has not given us, yeah, 2 Timothy. God has not given us the spirit of fear. But what? Power. The, the, the mindset behind this people of God in, in understanding how to engage my mind, I got to engage my mind with power, not fear. Faith, not fear. I can't see God physically, but I got to trust God because I know he's God. I see his evidence from Genesis to Revelation, Revelation to Genesis. However you want to twist it, you can see God's hand. He's in everything. I mean, look at a baby. Look at the conceptuality of a baby. Look at how he takes a man, a, a, a little egg and, and some, you know, some estrogen and testosterone and, and create life. Woo. Look at where, how he puts the baby in a mother. Come on, the process of life. Of power and of love. Here's another problem. The reason we have a messed up, unengaged mind in warfare is because we have become the enemy because we're not loving. God is love. Love is God. It's 
Storge. Not Storge. That's family love. That's that's great in its place. Not Felipe. That's friendly love, brotherly love. That's that's okay in its place. You know, not eros love, erotic love. That's the love because I whew, and I you know no no no. But agape love. Got it? The God's kind of love, unconditional love. So we got to love unconditional because people will hurt your heart, baby. Uh, people, come on, sugar doctor. Come on. Yeah, yeah, big brother. Yeah, I mean, they, they will hurt your heart. They will crush you. The very people you thought, and this will mess up your mind. This will get you cut off. You want to fight. You want to kill. You want to hurt somebody. Oh, I ain't dealing with them. But it will also make you now judge. And you can't judge lest you become judged yourself by the same measure. And so the best thing is, is forgive and walk in love. And if I forgive and I walk in love, then I'm walking in God. You got it? I got to run on. My time is running out. Got a few more minutes. It says, not of fear, but of power, but of power. The opposite of fear, but of power and love. Watch this. And a sound mind. And here's what I got. Here's where I got to I got to stick a peg in and I got to get out. A sound mind a solid mind in order to engage your mind in the spiritual warfare people of god as we run here we've got to renew the spirit of our mind in verse number 23 and be renewed in the spirit of your mind now the word spirit of my mind watch this now it's a small list which denotes that god is saying to us that he's given us the power over the mind i tell you all the time this is my bible the word of god I believe that I am who this word I says I am. I can do what this word says I can do. And I can have everything this word say that I can have. My spiritual father, Bishop, Bishop Morton, would say it like this. Take the spirit over the mind, not the mind over the spirit. Come on. Take this word of God over, over the mind in spirit. Come on, somebody. And then you can have life and you can have it more abundantly. But the problem is we want to think our way through. We want to figure it out ourselves. When's the last time you went into the secret place and engaged yourself into a relationship intimately with God so that now God can download to you wisdom from God, knowledge from God, so you'll know which way to turn, which way to go, when to stop, when to run, when to say something, when not to say something, when to lend, when not to lend, when to borrow, when not to borrow, when to invest, when not to invest. Come on, somebody. Which job to go to? When have you asked God? And because you're not asking God, now I'm confused in the mind and there's a war going on spiritually. Because when we back up, come on, I'm going to go to Ephesians chapter number six. Amen. Ephesians chapter number six, real quick. Verse number 12. Let's look at it. He says, verse number 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Listen, spirits don't need you to get angry with the spirit because the spirit that's in a person and they are many. Remember Jesus when he met the young man, a man at the gravesite. When he got there, they, they they immediately said to Jesus, Jesus, why are you coming here to torment us? Amen. And then they immediately say, our name is Legion. And a legion is representative of, of at least 2,600. And in some places, 6,500. So that young one young man, watch this, had at least six to uh, two to 6,000 demons on the end inside of him. One person, at least two to six thousand demons. I don't know. Amen. But it's relative to who you've been connected with, to how many demons that are inside of them. And you're letting them influence you. And now you're angry with the person of the flesh rather than the enemies that's in them. That's now 
are driving or controlling you because you bought into everything that they had and they were being controlled by demonic influence, anger, malice, strife. Come on now, frustration, depression, despondency. Come on, those are all spirits that are entangled together that are in the flesh and the enemy wants you to see the flesh and not see him. The enemy in him recognized that Jesus could see through him. I'm giving you power tonight, people of God, to see through the enemy that's attacking you on your job, to see through the enemy that's attacking you inside your family, to see through the enemy that's attacking you inside a friend that says they're a friend, but really not a friend. I'm giving you power tonight to say, go into the secret place, engage your mind into intimacy with God so that when you come out of the holies of holies, being intimate God with God, God has spoken to you through the mercy seat. Come on, somebody, with his glory and revelation and raiment so that now you identify, amen, the enemies that's in a, the enemy that you're not wrestling with physically, but spiritually. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Those are high-ranking authorities against powers. Those are subsidiary powers to the high-ranking authorities that do what the high-ranking authorities say for them to do. And this is why you're being tormented in the mind because you relegated yourself to the understanding of foreign spirits. Against the rulers of the darkness of this world. So anything opposite of God is darkness. Genesis 1 and 1, in the beginning, God created. Genesis 2, it says, and darkness, death, these spirits are death. The enemy only comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. He gets in my mind to keep me from becoming who God created me to be in my mind. He, God created me in his image. Who is God? God is a spirit, the Holy Spirit. Worship him or communicate with him or operate in this cosmos, this earth realm. I must have his super over my natural. The word image, same word, where we get our word illumification from, or to light up, or to think. But watch this. Imago Deo, image in the Greek is actually the power of the image. And so God put himself in me. And when I begin to think like God, let God think for me, and I follow what God says for me to do, I now have the power of God. And so when I go in here, now I'm engaged in warfare in the mind. Because I ain't out thinking you. It's the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead that's in me, that's thinking for me. So I ain't got to get in battle. Joshua was in battle. Moses was on the mountain. Joshua's fighting. He's winning for a little bit, and then he starts losing. Because, see, the enemy is attacking him, and now he's, he's distracted by what the enemy's doing. He's trying to hit this one. He's trying to hit that one. He's trying to stab that one. He's trying to cut this one. And he's distracted, and now he's not focused on God. And here's Moses on the mountain. And the, his focus ain't even on what Joshua is going through. He lifts his hand, and he puts his focus on God. 
And Moses on the mountain with his hands lifted to God. Moses, Joshua in the battle start winning because his mind is stayed on God. See the position in the holies of holies? Where was Moses? He wasn't in a church. He was on the side of a mountain. So you mean to tell me, pastor, overseer, bishop, apostle, whatever you want to call me, Kevin, that I can experience church on the side of a mountain? You mean to tell me I can experience church or God or the glory on the, in, 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 in actual warfare? Yes. In the face of the enemy, God will prepare a table before you in the presence of them. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It's a shadow. It's a likeliness of them. And the only reason you get their shadow over you is because the sun is looking down on them <laughs> and casting a shadow over them. And you running from stuff you see as a 